So in the previous video, we went through what dynamic range reduction is. And in this video, we're going to talk about compression as movement generation, which in my opinion is the most relevant way of describing compression when it comes to a, a musical way of explaining what it is. So in essence, I'm actually going to start with a plugin called UBK1. And I'm going to turn off these sections and I'm going to leave the compressor section on. And I'm going to use this plugin because it's extremely simple. It has one slider where you basically determine whether you want more or less compression. And we have different modes here. Um, I'm going to use the, the squish one because it's very um, clear what it does. And what I want you to focus on here is as I increase this slider here, you're going to hear more and more movement. Well, actually, probably towards the end, you're going to start hearing some weird But um, as I increase the slider, you're going to hear more movement uh, from the drums. So I have the same drum recording clip here, and I'm going to start playing it and slowly increase the amount of compression. Now, what I want you to pay attention to is that the volume is going to increase as well. So it's not just going to sound better um, because of the compression. It's going to sound better because of the, the volume. But I'm going to back that down pretty quickly. So. So you can definitely hear that pump, that movement of air, that in increase in, in motion. And um, yeah, I'm going to try and level match this really quick. pretty close. So as we increase the slider, we get more compression. And in this case, it results in more movement. So let's do that again. So that's what we mean when we talk about generating movement with compression. Uh, I strongly recommend getting this plugin. I'm not endorsed by Kosh Audio, unfortunately, but um, this is really the plugin that sort of taught me what compression can be in terms of movement generation because it is so simple. Um, essentially, you have different compression modes. Uh, we're going to get to those in, in later videos. But it's a really nice way of uh, 
defining the type of compression you you want to use they have descriptive words here and then you choose the amount of compression you want to apply and it's it's really good sounding i use this all the time um, just because of what it sounds like and not because it's simple it's a great plugin uh, especially when you're learning compression but we're going to pull up this fg gray from slate digital and um, i'm going to break down where that movement comes from so on most compressors you have these four controls attack release threshold and ratio not all compressors have all of these but generally speaking you can expect to to find these four on on most so the ratio is going to determine how much compression we're going to apply to our audio that passes through the compressor the higher the ratio the more the compressor is going to chew on that audio your threshold is going to determine how loud the audio needs to be in order for the compressor to start doing its thing the attack determines how fast the compressor is going to start doing its thing when it passes the the threshold and the release is going to determine how quickly the compressor lets go of that audio um, so what i'm going to do is i'm going to play this audio clip first so you can hear what it sounds like without any processing First thing I'm going to do is I'm going to adjust the makeup gain so that the compressed version is going to be roughly at the same volume with the original sound so that you can compare them at the same volume, which is very important so that you don't make uneducated decisions about your mixing. So I'm just going to make some adjustments here. I'm going to compress a lot i'm going to make it quite radical so that you can actually start to hear what um, what compression can do as a movement generator and what these do individually so i'm going to start off by cranking up the ratio so that's a lot of compression in short and i'm going to adjust the threshold so that um, i get an appropriate amount of this original signal to be compressed. So as you can hear, if I adjust it to be higher, we're gonna chew a lot more on the audio. And what you need to do here is trust your ears and know what sort of a sound you're after sometimes you want to squash the hell out of your sound and sometimes you want to do something more something more subtle something more appropriate so i'm just going to adjust the um, 
the threshold again to something that I prefer. So something like that would serve well for a general drum sound. What we're going to do next is I'm going to adjust the attack slider here. I'm going to set it to slow first. And what this means is that the initial bits of the audio are going to pass through the compressor before it starts doing its thing. Now, if you read about transients, those are initially um, those are basically the initial first um, high energy peaks of a sound. So, for example, here you have your transient uh, part, then you have your body of the sound, and then you have the release. So, with a slow attack, these transients can get through the compressor without being affected. And sometimes that's good, sometimes, sometimes it's not, but it really depends on what sort of sound you're after. So let's adjust that and uh, you, can, you can hear what it does. Do that again. So, as you can hear, the compressor begins to pin down those attacks, and I'd in this case, I'd leave it on either one or three. If I wanted a sort of tighter sound, I'd go for the attack set to one. But uh, the setting on three allows me to, uh, it allows me to have more of that original sound and more of that sort of open transient response. The release right now is set to fast, which means we're going to get a, a lot more of that movement happening. You'll see that as I make the release slower, the compressor is going to keep chewing on that audio for longer. So it's kind of going to pin down the the tails of of our sound. So right now, because it's set to fast, it's going to release its hold very quickly and that's going to give us that sense of movement but as i make it slower it's going to it's going to pin down this drum part so as you can hear there's a lot less movement but at the same time it's kind of solidifying the drum sound so it would depend on what sort of sound you're after and as I bring it back to a fast release you're gonna hear that we're gonna get a lot more of that pumping a lot a lot more of that movement
What's important to remember is that different compressors have different speeds for attack and release. So some of this is kind of some of the, the sound of this is specific to to this compressor. But these are generally speaking, you know, the, the type of things we we think about when we're adjusting these parameters. We touched on makeup gain. So essentially, you want to make the compressed sound. You want to make it as loud as the original so that you can make decisions about whether the original is better than the compressed one. You usually have some sort of a filter on a compressor. So what it does is, in this case, it allows low uh, frequency sounds to pass through the compressor untouched or at least so that there there is less and less processing being applied to those low frequencies. So I'm going to show what that means. I'm going to slowly pull it down so you can hear the compressor um, grabbing a hold of those lower frequency sounds. And it's not just your kick drum, you know, the snare has body, um, somebody around here as well. So let's listen to what that sounds like. So as you can hear, although the low end is tighter when we allow less of those frequencies to pass through, we do get a bigger low end when the, the filter is, is more open. So again, you have to make your own decision about which sounds better. Probably want to do something in between so that you get a tighter low end, but also that you you can uh, keep a lot of that low end information so that you can get that punchy, punchy low end. Something you'll find on, especially on, on uh, uh, you know, in the box compressors, sometimes on actual hardware, is a mix control. And when the mix is set to zero, you're only going to hear the original audio. And when it's set to 100, you're going to hear the full extent of what the compressor does to the sound. Now, the reason for for having this control is that we, we use something called parallel compression. And essentially, it allows us to mi do a mix of the original sound with the compressed sound. Which means that sometimes what we do with a compressor might be very radical and we might like some aspects of what it does, but we might want to uh, maintain something about the original recording. So with this control, we can blend the two together. So I'm going to show what that, uh, what that does. I'm going to start with the mix fully at 100% and then I'm going to bring it down so that you can hear the original and then I'm going to make some uh, a, a combination of the two.
So again, you, you'll have to leave that to your own judgment. Sometimes you want to squash the hell out of your, your sound. Sometimes you don't. Um, personally, I prefer pretty compressed drums, drums that move and, and have a lot of air moving. But that's really up to what you're compressing. Could be a vocal, could be a guitar, could be drums. So yeah, that is the basic principle of compression as a movement generator. I hope that helps. Uh, it is certainly, in my opinion, the biggest and, and most uh, useful aspect of compression. So in the next part, we're going to go through compression as a texture generator. Mm -hmm.